Ladies and gentlemen, new week, fresh edition of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football talk. This right here, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios. And upon this video dropping to YouTube on Tuesday, we are four days away from Alabama Duke, which means we are TJ Yeldon. Mark Barron, Marquise Mays, Jerry Judy, Tyron Prothrow, Eddie Jackson. You get it four days away from Alabama Duke. And we got a special guest in the building to kick off this week's edition of shows. And I'm excited because this guy right here started off as the lead scouting recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Then he goes to IMG, graduates from us, goes to IMG, where he hooks up with Michigan Michigan men's basketball team under head coach Jim Beeline and the Wolverines. So when Jordan Poole made that game-winning shot in the NCAA tournament, my man was right there. And now he is part of the ACC Digital Network. Not to be confused with the ACC Network, but the ACC Digital Network He's coming on to talk Duke with us. Folks, let's give a clap right now to the man, the myth, the legend, Justin Wagner. Justin, what's popping, man? My man, Steven, what's going on? Doing well, man. So happy to have you live on the In My Own Words hotline. Just some background information here on Justin Wagner. Once again, he's live with us. Hometown, my man hails from Bradenton, Florida. Got his bachelor's degree from the University of Alabama. He got that in sports marketing. Once again, former lead scout and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Did some time at IMG, worked at IMG with the Michigan Wolverines basketball team. Now a part of the ACC Digital Network. And I remember talking with you, Justin, off air before doing the show. You got a chance to go to ACC Media Days, spent some time talking with uh, head coach David Cutcliffe of the Duke Blue Devils. First question is here. You got a chance to see one of the teams play over the weekend, the Miami Hurricanes. Of course, they came up short to the Florida Gators, lost 24-20. to You guys got a quarterback down there, young guy who has got some tools, is going to continue to grow and learn under the leadership of Manny Diaz and Dan Enos, but the young man's got some tools. But now you've got a game this weekend, Duke against the University of Alabama in Atlanta. What is David Cutcliffe doing both offensively and defensively to get his team prepared for the program they're about to face? Yeah, uh, you know, after speaking with David Cutcliffe at Media Days and kind of seeing where their head was at going into this game, uh, for me, I I think you're going to see a really big open playbook full of plays. And I think you're also going to see something a little different than the past few years at Duke under Daniel Jones being a quarterback where it's, you know, throw heavy, you know, you want to get that guy throwing the ball downfield with the quarterback they have now, Quentin Harris. Um, he's really athletic uh, and very, has a good arm. And, you know, my favorite thing that Cutcliffe said about him was that uh, you build a quarterback from the neck up and then the neck down. And basically what he meant by that was, you know, Quentin Harris is as, high of a football IQ as they come. Uh, 
Um, you know, he's a smart guy, can make plays with his feet, can make the right throws. But I think we're going to see a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage. I think we'll see some jet sweeps and screens because they've got a loaded uh, collection of athletes there over at Duke. That you know, obviously it's a tough game for them, and but. I think offensively, we're going to see a lot of stuff behind the line of scrimmage, let their playmakers do the job. And uh, on the other side of the ball, it's going to be tough. Um, they lost their best corner in Mark Gilbert uh, for the year. They've, you know, got some guys that have playing time at the secondary, but uh, they also lost their starting linebacker, their captain of their defense for the year. So it's just been a rough couple of weeks for uh, the defensive side of the ball. So, I think they're just going to have to go out there and just play their system and do what they did by studying the tape. And, you know, it's going to be tough, but, I mean, they'll put something out there. We got Justin Wagner on the line right now. If you're just tuning in to In My Own Words, the man part of the ACC Digital Network, talking Duke with yours truly live on the show. And, uh, Justin, you, you already brought up a couple of impact players here for the Blue Devils especially uh, the quarterback. Aside from him, uh, any of the guys as far as uh, running back, wide receiver, offensive lineman, offensively that we should be on the lookout for in terms of Duke putting quality on the field? Yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, uh, Cutcliffe also made another great point when he was talking to us saying that uh, he thinks that, you know, not only him, but former players and Pat and current players will tell you this might be the best collection of athletes that he's had is what he said um speed is just such a huge thing on this team i mean they've got some serious speed and size uh, a couple guys that come off the top of my head Deion jackson uh coming back had a big year for them last year as well as Britt brown that's kind of their one-two punch and you know you usually hear the thunder and lightning combo when it comes to the running back duos but this is really just lightning and more lightning I mean, they're both extremely fast, extremely athletic, elusive. Um, you know, it, those are two guys you will definitely want to keep an eye on. You'll see them get the ball a ton. Um, they also have a receiver, Aaron Young, who just came back from injury. Uh, he's kind of have to be the leader of that receiving court because they have a very, very young recruiting, uh, or I'm sorry, a very young receiving court. Um, so he's going to have to kind of lead the way. That's a name to watch. And then another guy that stuck out to me, um, just listening to Cutcliffe talk and looking over some of their games from last year, was Noah Gray. Um, he's a big athletic tight end, and Duke's put out some pretty big athletic tight ends the last couple of years, and he's just the next in that lineage. Um, you know, really, again, like I said, speed is going to be a huge thing for this team, and Noah Gray fits under that category. So those are the few guys offensively I think to look out for. Now, when I look at this from the defensive perspective of Duke, and when you talk, you know, Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, and folks, if you're just tuning in, we got Justin Wagner of the ACC Digital Network live here on In My Own Words, breaking down Alabama Duke. But defensively for the Blue Devils, when you're going up against a quarterback like Tua Tagovailoa, somebody of whom has tremendous accuracy, great placement, a guy that can anticipate throws very well, but the one knock on his game thus far is if you hit him, if you hit him, if you come after him, if you affect his style or, or affect the pocket to where he cannot step up and make throws, if you knock him down a couple of times, you have a chance to really kind of rattle him 
and shake his confidence a little bit. And, of course, that happened down the stretch of the 2018 season against Georgia and, more importantly, against Clemson in the national championship. He had a pick six in that football game. But when you look at Duke here, Justin, do they have, does Cutcliffe have those guys that may not be big names, but do the Blue Devils have those guys that can affect the quarterback consistently or affect the quarterback enough to where it forces Alabama to do something different as far as offense? Uh, you know, they have a lot of experience in that front seven. Um, you know, they've got guys like Trey Hornbuckle, Drew Jordan, uh, Victor Dimukije, I think it is, uh, who's supposed to have a big year for them. That's a guy definitely that everybody seemed to be praising with Dimukije. Um, you know, I think that because of, they have that experience, they're going to do their best to create some pressure there, but that offensive line at Alabama is looking as big as it's ever looked and looking as good as it's looked in a long time. And, you know, even just right now thinking about it, you know, it's just it's a tough game for me because, you know, I'm working with Duke, but my loyalties always have Alabama in them. So, you know, but that that offensive line is no nothing to be played with. But with that being said, yeah, I think there's a few guys in that front seven that – can really make a difference, especially Dimu Kijay, uh, Hornbuckle, and you know they just lost their, like I said, Kobe Kwanza, their uh, their leader in their middle linebacker. So you know you're going to see a guy Brandon Hill is going to get a lot of time too. He played a lot last year when uh, their guys Joe Giles Harris, Ben Humphreys, those guys went down. You know uh, he had to really step up. So those are the three guys, three or four guys I think. You know Hornbuckle, Jordan. Kibuki, Jay, and Hill, those are the guys you have to keep an eye on. Kind of uh, putting a wrap on this thing here, Justin. We are live with Justin Wagner of the ACC Digital Network talking Duke here on In My Own Words. What does Cutcliffe and the Blue Devils, what do they have to do to keep this game close? Because at the end of the day, if you're Alabama, you're not going to have any type of positive stroke from the media. I mean, if you beat Duke in this game, it's your big, bad Bama. They're a little old Duke. You're supposed to beat them. It's supposed to happen. If Duke is able to somehow keep this close, then the conversation becomes, man, Clemson must have did a number on Nick Saban at Alabama because the Crimson Tide can't even seem to blow Duke off the water. So what, what does Coach Cutcliffe and Duke have to do in this matchup to at least keep themselves in the game and give themselves some confidence going to their ACC schedule. Right. And, you know, look, Cliff and Duke, they, they know that this is a program-elevating game regardless of the outcome. Let's be honest. Just that, you know, they're playing Alabama week one. That's like, You see a lot of big-name teams get into that. And, you know, the Virginia Techs, the Wisconsin, the USC's, and, you know, now we're adding Duke. So this is a big game for Duke regardless, but in order to pull it off, they're going to absolutely have to bring their A game. I think they know that. And for me, that starts the secondary. I mean, it's well well documented of how great this Alabama receiving core is, arguably the best in a long, long, long time. Um, and that secondary took a big hit losing Mark Gilbert uh, for Duke, but they do have experienced guys like Dylan Singleton and a sophomore in Leonard Johnson who played a big role last year when Gilbert went down. And, you know, I think it comes down to those guys having to really lock up on these receivers and taking care of the tight ends and, you know, really just having to play play 
tough in that secondary because the front seven, like I said, there's experience there, and they're going to do what they're going to do. But I think it comes down to if you can't get to Tua, you got to at least make it hard for him to get to his receivers. So for me, that's the big matchup that I think is going to have to happen for Duke to have to keep it close. But, you know, I think regardless, they know that this is a huge game and they'll come into it just as, just as that. Like, they know this is a big game. They'll come into it just like that. He's Justin Wagner, ladies and gentlemen, joining me live via the In My Own Words hotline coming from the ACC Digital Network, uh, talking Duke Blue Devils, setting us up for this upcoming weekend for the season opener of college football for both Alabama and Duke. Justin, it's been awesome getting the chance to catch back up with you. I know you are busy, busy on the go, but any final lasting words from you, my man? Uh, no, I appreciate you having me on, man. It uh, definitely was good to catch up. Looking forward to getting on here again sometime soon. Anytime you want to talk some ACC, I got you. That's Justin Wagner, folks. We're going to take a break here on In My Own Words, but upon us getting back, we got another special guest joined the building. I told you, this was a week of big-time content. We got another special guest in the building, a former Alabama quarterback. You don't want to miss that. As always, people, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download that right now for your iPhone. Go to the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. Check out the app for all of your news, notes, and information. You also subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for the latest and subscribe to Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Get with the site that's got over 1 million video views and over 5,000 subscribers strong. Upon our return, we sit down with the former Alabama quarterback. Who could I be referring to? Don't touch that down, folks. Just getting it cranked up. We return to In My Own Words. <laughs> 